Welcome to the Life Changing Principles Podcast, where we take a new principle every week and explore how it changes our lives. I'm Leanne Hunt, ready to jump into today's principle. Let's start today off with a question. We're talking about compassion, and my question is, how do you decide when, how, and whom to help? When you feel compassion for somebody, how do you decide how to go about that? Or even how do you decide who you feel compassion for? It might seem funny to ask about how you decide your feelings, but our thoughts and the way we look at people makes a difference in how compassion arises within us. It reminds me of this moment in the movie Ever After where Prince Henry gets really excited about this idea of starting a university. And he says about that moment, I used to think that if I cared about anything, I would have to care about everything and I'd go stark raving mad. But now I have found a purpose. It's a project actually inspired by you and I feel the most wonderful freedom. And that adds to our question, how do we decide who and when and where to care and to act on our compassion and caring? There's a concept in Buddhism called intention. And the way it works is you bring it into your meditation practice. So to start a meditation practice, you would have a calming of the mind, something that you do to just bring your mind to the present moment, to watch your thoughts, let them come and go and all of that sort of thing, but to bring your mind down to the present moment and to calm your mind. Then once your mind is calm, instead of just sitting there with this peaceful calm mind, like I imagine people did when they meditated, Instead, you actually bring an intention to the moment. What do you want to cultivate in that moment? And there are all kinds of traditional Buddhist meditations that you can use to cultivate something in that moment. For example, you could cultivate loving kindness. Loving kindness is a wish for everybody in the world to be happy, but you don't just say, I wish everybody was happy. Instead, you say, I would like to wish for myself to be happy, to be free of suffering, to be whatever the other list of things are that you want to include in that, to to have peace in their lives. And then after you wish that for yourself, you think about people who you love and care about and you wish that for them. And as your mind is calm, but also now focused on this intention, you begin to wish those things for the people you love around you. And then you expand that circle into wishing loving kindness for neutral people, people that you don't even know, or people that you just barely run into at the grocery store, pass by as a clerk or something. Then you expand it to people who might be more difficult to care and be compassionate for. And then finally, as you sit with this calm mind and you focus on this intention, you extend this loving kindness to all living beings. Paul Gilbert is a therapist and a researcher on compassion. He started a therapy called Compassion Focused Therapy, where we use compassion and call up compassion for ourselves in order to go through anxiety and depression and the other kinds of things that he works with, with his patients and with his clients. And he created a way of forming intentions that I think is really helpful. His first question in setting intentions is to ask, what is my motivation? Why am I doing this? Why am I even considering being compassionate? 
for, uh, as a person or developing and cultivating compassion? Or why am I even bothering to be compassionate to the people around me? There's a lot of different motivations that we might have. For example, I might want to have more peace in my home environment. And so as I work with the people around me, I want to have compassion for them, but I also want to create peace. That's my intention. That's my motivation. Or I might see that everybody in the world wants to be happy just like me. And because I've realized that I really want to do what I can to promote happiness for everybody, not just myself. Another motivation might be to relieve suffering. You see people hurting, you see people suffering, and you naturally want to make that better for them. And so as you explore your motivations, you can ask yourself, what do I want to have happen in this situation? And for me as a person who's caring and wants to go about relieving circumstances or relieving suffering of people, how do I want to approach that? How do I want to go about it? What's my motivation for doing this? Another question that he has is, how do I want to change the way that I live my life? It's not just about a specific situation and how you want to handle that situation. It's how do I want to go about compassion in my life? How do I want to approach this? What do I want to do? And what kind of a person do I want to be? There's a lot of different ways to be a compassionate person. You can be somebody who asks every morning, okay, who can, who can be helpful? Help me to be aware, help me to create this intention to be aware of who I can be helpful to and have that person appear in my life. And then you become more aware and observant of people that might need you on that particular day. Other people like providing food for people and they have a specific way of helping and they're like, who I, who can I do this for? This one thing that I'm good at. Other people can provide a listening ear. So there's specific approaches we can use, but also specific ways of approaching compassion. Maybe you want to be the kind of person who people can come to, to talk. Maybe you want to be the kind of compassionate person that can make heavy burdens feel lighter to be like, oh, that little thing happened today. Let's talk about it. But it doesn't feel as heavy after they've left you. There's a lot of ways to be compassionate. And so the question is, how do I want to change the way that I live in my life and approach compassion? The next question is, how do I want this to benefit the people that are close to me and the other people in the world. How I go about living my life and responding to compassionate and caring thoughts and emotions that I have and and using the wisdom of experience of how to actually respond to that, how do I want this to benefit people? As I choose this compassionate path, what will change in their lives? What do I wanna have happen as a result of my interaction with them focused on compassion. And then after you ask these questions of yourself, you want to summarize it by saying, can I express this in a form of a personal aspiration that communicates my heartfelt intention? I like how he asks us to consider what do we actually want as we engage in compassion, as we learn about compassion. That's something that I've asked myself in this class that I'm taking. I'm learning for a whole semester all about compassion, about the science of compassion, and also about the Buddhist perspective of compassion. And so I'm thinking, what do I actually want to change in my life? What do I want from practicing this? What do I want from meditation? If I spend a few minutes meditating and I go, okay, here's my intention for today or for this moment, for this piece of meditation that I'm doing, 
What do I want to create? And when we ask ourselves what we want to create and we form an intention, we now have something we can focus on. And as we let our mind focus on this and repeat it to ourselves, it creates a goal. It creates uh, something in the future, something forward-looking that our brain can organize itself around. When our brain recognizes that this is something we want because we have set this intention, we repeated it to ourselves, then it organizes itself in order to accomplish that intention. There are two pieces to consider as we begin to create our intentions. So the first piece to consider is the caring itself, the compassion that arises or maybe doesn't arise based on where we are in our lives. When we see somebody suffering, including ourselves, do we care and do we want to relieve that suffering? That's the first part that we want to consider when we form our intentions. The second part is action, wise action. What am I going to do about this? How am I going to respond? How am I going to engage with my own and other people's suffering? In Buddhist thought, these two things, compassion and wisdom or wise acting are one thing. They, they always come together. You can't have compassion without the wisdom because otherwise you're going to get overwhelmed by it. You're going to get sucked into everything and want to do everything for everybody without considering what kind of wise action is actually going to be helpful and sustainable. But if you just have the wisdom without the compassion and you're going out trying to act and solve the world's problems without really caring about them, then you don't end up having the, the knowledge and the understanding of what's really going on with their suffering so that you can actually do something about it. So when we're thinking about why am I bothering to engage with compassion? Why am I bothering to understand and to try to cultivate it in my life? Those are two things to consider. How do I want to cultivate my caring? Maybe I've become a little bit cynical in my life and I kind of don't care, especially if I have adult children, for example, who are living at home and I think to myself, ah, I just don't care anymore. They're complaining and whining about their lives and yet they're not doing what I need them to do and they have no concept that they're really just putting a drain on this household instead of actually lifting it up and, and helping and holding their weight. And so maybe you have kind of become cynical and have a, a deaf ear to their suffering, to their complaints, to their, you know, what's going on in my life. Maybe you want to care. Maybe you do care, but the compassionate act is to change what you're doing and change your interaction with them. And so as we sit down to say, all right, I'm going to engage with compassion. I'm going to engage with cultivating more compassion in my life. Those are the two things to think about. Number one, how can I increase and even be more specific with my caring? Where do I want my caring to land or to increase? How can I change how I go about and who I go about caring for? And then the second part is, as I consider the wise actions to take, I can ask myself, what has worked in the past? What has been useful? What have I learned from my years of trying to help other people or trying to help myself in this situation, what really needs to happen? What's going to work? What's going to move people forward so that they have less suffering in their lives? So now when you approach your practice of compassion or when you approach a specific situation where you want to act in a compassionate way, 
you've got a tool to be able to approach it. You can ask yourself, what is my intention? What am I trying to do here? What am I trying to accomplish here? What is my motivation for interacting with this practice or with this situation? And then you can also separate that into two questions. How can I change my caring and how can I change my response to the suffering that I see? Thanks for being here and taking a little time out of your busy life for personal development. I applaud you for that. We take change one step at a time. You're already on your way. You're already enough. You've got this. Have a great week and we'll see you for the next principle.